Plot, Deadpool, 2016. Written by 20th Century Fox. This is the origin story of former Special Forces operative turned mercenary Wade Wilson, who after being subjected to a rogue experiment that leaves him with accelerated healing powers, adopts the alter ego Deadpool. Armed with his new abilities and a dark, twisted sense of humor, Deadpool hunts down the man who nearly destroyed his life. Voice over off. When you're blind and watching movies, what will you find? A blind superhero whose superpowers are acting like he's not blind. A sighted actor overdramatically touching people's faces. And maybe the whole joke is that they're bumping into different places. A spectacular. Welcome to Citizen White Cane, where two blind people know they're in a podcast, but try to figure out if they're represented in a movie. My name is Sky McLeod. <laughs> I'm Melissa Buckta. <laughs> and we're talking about Deadpool today. Very exciting. Yes, yes indeed. Yeah, why not, why not talk about something that's super fun uh, at the end of a super challenging year? Or at the beginning of a new one, really. Oh, is. that's true. Yes. Yes. At the beginning at the beginning of a new one. So happy New Year's Day to us. Yeah. Happy twenty twenty one and uh, and we're we're enjoying uh Deadpool this week. Um we've both seen the movie before, so mm-hmm. we're coming at it from a rewatch. Have you have you seen it? Was this your second time watching it or have you seen it more than twice um, now? Probably my third actually no this would be my my second time because i actually didn't see uh deadpool in theaters okay um yeah for the for the first time i didn't i didn't see it in in theaters i i don't know why um i ended up just waiting and uh it was the first thing i'd ever rented my first and last thing I ever rented from Redbox. Oh, interesting. <laughs> because I didn't, yeah, because I didn't understand how Redbox worked. So I rented it and kept the DVD because I was just like, I can return this whenever. It's like Netflix. Right, Turns out right. Redbox isn't like Netflix. And I got charged <laughs> like $25 after a week. And I was like, what the hell? So I own Deadpool now. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, my gosh. It makes it easy to watch it now, even though it's also on Hulu. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So um, that's cool. <laughs> uh, you know, I don't know. I'm, I'm not mad about it. I feel like that's the most Deadpool way to to own a copy of that movie. So, yeah. You know, okay. Sure. <laughs> but yeah. So this this would be my um my second watch. So yeah, it it was it was a rewatch. How was it the second time around rewatching it? I had. Uh, forgotten how not definitely had not forgotten how violent it was uh i had forgotten how funny it was actually i know interesting it was be funny you know but right. i just was i found myself just cackling long uh the whole time basically and uh i had forgotten how um i don't want to say fun isn't the right word because it's not 
I, I don't think I don't necessarily think violence is fun, but right. oh, God, is it entertaining? <laughs> um, I uh, I've forgotten how brutal Wade's treatment. Um, yeah, at the mutant at the mutant facility was that was like, actually really hard to watch. It's really triggering. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. What I remember from the movie, it, it was like I, I don't fully I click into the humor of the movie. I don't know why. Sure, like there's yeah. some weird thing in my that I'm missing. I think that. Um, <laughs> I don't, I like, I'm sort of like, don't fully understand it. <laughs> and then I'm like, oh, this is really traumatizing, triggering. And then, and then it kind of goes back to the, you know, the first half. It's a weird, it's weird. But I, yeah, I'm still trying, honestly, after watching it two times, I'm still really trying to figure out what I think about it. So I'm going to like refer to you to help me understand Deadpool. So I'm sorry to like just <laughs> crown you the <laughs> one who understands from the beginning here. But um, that's okay. I yeah oh god I cannot say that I am among my friends the Deadpool expert but okay. I have I've gotten to know the character better having uh seen this movie and seen the second movie and kind of sort of I've read a little bit of uh I've read a little bit of Deadpool comics because I've had I have friends who are huge Deadpool fans so okay I've been around the character now for quite some time <laughs> is there like a <laughs> is there like a typical Deadpool like fan is it is there like a uh you know is that an archetypical person you know it's it's funny because honestly no (laughs) i've found deadpool fans that they count they literally come in all shapes and sizes i mean yeah there's the dudes you know who are who are deadpool fans who you know uh, I I can't speak for them, but honestly, though, I've come across tons of ladies who are Deadpool fans as well. Yeah, and and I I've found loads of the people that you meet at Comic Con who are dressed as Deadpool. They're often girls. There's there, there's our fair share of dudes who are dressed as them too, but a lot of ladies dress up as Deadpool. Interesting. Well, I mean, Deadpool's. Uh... Um, he's a superhero, but he knows he's in a movie and, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, he talks a lot about sex. What, what are the other well, Deadpool traits? <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. So Deadpool is, yeah. Deadpool knows he's in a comic book. Or yeah. So yeah. Comic book movie. Most, yeah. Yeah. In this case, a movie, but yeah. But most of the, of his comics are, he's, he's in a comic book. He's doing his comic book thing. And he's also talking to you, the reader. Right. Was reading the comic book at the time, right? Fourth wall um, jokes. Yeah, yeah. I mean, a lot of the cool comics I've read don't involve any sex or any like sexual humor. Oh, interesting. Um, Why is? Yeah, that's that's not that's not his whole. That's not all of his like shtick. And a lot of the Deadpool memes that that go around uh, are not necessarily sexual. Interesting, because I feel like that's such a big part of his character in the movie, in at least Deadpool mm-hmm. One, the movie that we watch. Like, it right. does feel kind of important in my head to his character. I, I, yeah, I mean, it's it's interesting. I think you have to. They kind of sort of ramped everything up, I would say, because it's you know, oh my god, it's the first superhero movie that's rated R, and and it's Deadpool, oh. and it's got to be like everything has got to be crazy and over the top and everything and i see yeah 
so it's hard it's hard to separate like what is you know what is the character of Deadpool versus what was added or or ramped up for the movie right that's and, interesting yeah. it's the first superhero <laughs> movie that was rated R I believe it was it, it was either the first superhero well actually I take that back uh, because Kick-Ass came out and it's rated R and it's technically a superhero movie uh, yeah but we but should it all was forget the, Kick-Ass I hate that movie god Sorry. we should all forget everything kick-ass uh that was a weird that was i was i was a huge kick-ass fan for a while that was a weird road (laughs) that i traveled Uh, anyway anyway uh it was very odd um so uh i believe this is the first superhero movie that was rated r to actually make like to make a lot of money okay so but it but that wouldn't i mean necessarily be known when they were making the movie though because you don't know how much it's going to no. make. Right. They didn't know. I mean, all they knew and no one wanted to make a Deadpool movie because nobody wanted to make an R rated movie. The reason why all these superhero movies are PG 13 is because that gets butts in seats. Because if you right. make an R movie, you're, you are restricted. And then, you know, only 17 year olds can see it or 17 above. Or people with their parents can see it. Or like exactly, an adult yeah. of some kind. Yeah, yeah. Or if you just, you know, or if you buy tickets online, yeah. <laughs> sure, <laughs> yeah. Certain certain places, yeah, you can kind of get away with it. So you know, there's a there are ways, but uh, yeah. Yeah, and I'm sure there were plenty of kids who Oof. stuck into this movie. Yeah, so. why not? Because it, it's never like not the MPAA be. <laughs> is what I think. Right, um, exactly. But mm-hmm. I I did Google is what uh first rated first r-rated superhero movie and um oh. i got multiple articles that said deadpool is not the first r-rated superhero movie even though i did not put deadpool in the search so apparently <laughs> it is a common misconception but i imagine probably one of the first marvel of the like marvel gang because you yes. know i don't think any of the x-men yeah. or avenger related movies or anything like that was rated r so no. so probably the first mm-hmm. marvel one right and we the first rated R Wolverine movie until Logan, which was way oh. after Deadpool happened. Oh, okay. Logan I is great. See, if, you, so. if you haven't seen it, it's a it's a Logan's a hard watch, but it's a great movie. I've so. heard it's um it's tiring as a movie. <laughs> I don't know. It's yeah, no, tiring is is a really good is a good way to describe it because I saw it in the theaters and it's a great movie. It's fantastic, but oof, you just it's a lot. You've been through something. You know, you've been you've been through it after you've watched that movie. Yeah, I do struggle with that because it's like there's like this whole like, oh, superhero movies is being light fair, you know, that's mm-hmm. kind of just silly and, and, you know, over the top. And, right. you know, and then I'm kind of like, eh, I don't know. But then sometimes when they get too gritty, I'm just like, is this any better? <laughs> I don't know. No, see, and that's and that's what that's the balance, though. I mean, that's you've got this whole like war between not a war but like arms race between you know dc and marvel and they're trying to figure dc is we're going to be all dark all gritty all the time and right marvel after, is like, like dark gonna be just right right exactly and we're just going to be like marvel's like we're just going to be fun and and funny and we're not going to take this too seriously because you're watching guys and gals in freaking spandex and capes fighting running crime. around punch you know fighting crime and punching each other to death it's not supposed to be serious. I am of. I, it's hard to, to pick a side for me, honestly. Yeah. I think that 
I think that you can, I think Wonder Woman, the first Wonder Woman, is a really good example of you can have a superhero movie that is not perfect. Lord, is it not perfect. But it, it can also say something. You can have a superhero movie that means something. Yeah. The- um, I I love the first Wonder Woman. I think it's phenomenal. Um, Women can and also have invisible has- planes and um, sure. the Amazon yeah, alien warriors. <laughs> Well, she's not, she's not an alien. Oh, she's not an alien? Yeah. Oh, okay. She's not an alien. Oh. <laughs> no, she's... she's there's, a, anyway. there's Superman's an alien, so I just thought that that Superman's was... Superman's an alien. A thing. Yes. I don't well, know. I'm going from yeah. the dumb perspective. No, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. But, like, Wonder Woman... I think Wonder Woman has um, something to say about love and humanity and uh, wanting to help, you know, wanting to help people and be selfless. And... And there and again, it's really hard because I don't necessarily think every superhero movie has to mean something or be meaningful. I mean, I think Deadpool is fun because he's a snarky asshole and he doesn't take anything seriously. Yeah, it's kind of that's it's true. I guess for me, I'm like superheroes are a very problematic idea. And so I don't really like the cavalierness mm-hmm. of it. But then when you watch the grittier stuff, you're just like, oh, this isn't like it just feels also just exhausting. And you're like, I'd rather just watch a different thing altogether. Like, I feel like the <laughs> HBO Watchmen, like that's one of the few superhero mm-hmm. things where it felt like it struck the right balance of like problematic like not that it is problematic but like that it was showing how problematic superheroes are while also having the you know kind of balancing that with some of the wackier weirder things about superheroes and like and and you know the original Watchmen I think was trying to do that somewhat but I thought um yeah I just thought that the HBO series was probably the thing that I felt the most like worked of the like this recent like you know media of um like superheroes that we've had in you know the last 15 years or whatever (laughs) right well yeah and it works because the creator of the show went in with like a definite this is what I'm using superheroes but this is what the show is actually about right right superheroes are just an analog for for race relations and uh terror and domestic terrorism and that's what i actually want to talk about and and i think yeah i think that absolutely works and i mean watchmen in general was alan moore he wrote it uh was his answer to uh the superhero complex yeah yeah in general yeah yeah it was his take on it basically and fun fact i actually just learned this a little while ago um so uh, when alan moore published watchmen through dc uh neither party thought that the story was going to go anywhere. So DC said that um, once interest died down in Watchmen, you know, maybe after about a year or whatever, and they stopped publishing the book, Moore would retain all the rights and everything to his characters. Oh, wow. So here's, here's the thing. People ate that shit up. Like Watchmen is one of the classic graphic novels. It so is, he, it, is, it got away from him. Basically, the, the, the contract said that uh, after DC stopped publishing it. So DC has never actually stopped publishing Watchmen. Classic. They keep publishing it. So <laughs> Alan Moore will never get the rights back oh my to gosh. his own characters. Yeah, wow. it, Does it, he Watchmen, get paid for like the HBO series? Isn't he mad about it? I, I don't know. That I can't tell you. Oh. I have no idea. 
yeah, I just thought that I just thought that was a very fun and sad fact. Uh, yeah, and 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 obviously DC has learned nothing from the story of Watchmen because now they're actually trying to in this new DC rebirth, they're trying to integrate the Watchmen characters into the DC universe. And oh my god! I haven't read. Yeah, I haven't read any of it, but it's Why? not from what I've heard. It's not good. <laughs> oh my gosh! Wow, that's so like tone deaf. That's really terrible oh, yes. and funny. <laughs> extremely yeah no it's kind of fun to just watch this whole weird story arc go down in flames because i'm like how this isn't no 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 no. these characters are not these are there it's it's there they're they're their own separate thing and they should just be left alone yeah it's i mean it's like the spoof of the characters are just mixed in with the like sincere ones (laughs) yeah but like even weirder than that Mm-hmm. These characters were not. Alan Moore didn't create these characters to be heroes, right? Yeah. So, or to be people that you would like to, that you would look up to, or have a poster of on your wall, or whatever. I mean, they're not unfortunately likable. <laughs> right. I mean, the first time, yeah. I mean, the first time I read Watchmen, I thought Rorschach was awesome. He's this like detective character, but he's also a complete psychopath. I mean, there's nothing you should like about Rorschach. There's nothing you should admire about, about Rorschach. And it finally took like watching the movie and rereading the the comic to finally figure out, Oh, <laughs> this character is insane. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Yeah. I get it. I get it now. Thanks. Yeah. It's, um, but uh, it's so hard. Cause like I, yeah, I mean, superheroes are, just there there is a problematicness to them <laughs> i mean like you know they're they're basically like vigilante police officers which that's not a good no one wants that <laughs> that's bad right right <laughs> like I mean, police think, officers yeah. are bad enough <laughs> <laughs> i mean if you think about a character like batman you know batman's a cool character i grew up on batman i grew up very i skew very heavily towards the dc universe uh, so I grew up on Batman and, and that sort of thing. And I, you know, he's Batman. He's awesome. And and and, and now I, I he's been, you know, memed to death and everything. And now I kind of just I can still look back at I look at Batman and laugh. Yeah. You know, because he's he's a dude who dresses up in a costume to mm-hmm. go out every night and like punch the crap out of criminals. He, he hasn't worked through the trauma of his yeah, parents PTSD, dying. Yeah major ptsd this is how he's working through the trauma and it's really not that healthy he can't have a a physical relationship with somebody right and he's Um, like has a like an alter ego so he's lying to everyone in his life basically (laughs) right exactly and only a few people know about it yeah all of that being said I love Batman. (laughs) (laughs) I'm I still watch the 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 DC animated movies which are leagues better than uh the any of the live action stuff that they're putting out yeah Uh, well maybe except for the first wonder woman but yeah no if you really want to watch some really great amazing dc content any of their animated stuff it's fantastic it's it's so great it's so funny how they can't make a single except for wonder woman and, and aquaman and shazam how they can't make a single good movie when like all of this animated stuff is sitting right there yeah it's like Either make more of those and give them the budget to be big budget animated uh, theater releases 
or just take those stories and make them live action right. because they're great. Oh, but it, you know, it's fucking DC. Though this, the movie we're watching well, now, yeah. is not DC. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Yes, yeah, no, it's okay. Um, way, way keeping far away us on from track. Deadpool. No, no, but it's <laughs> yeah. It it it's hard to. I guess we've just. It's kind of our window into all the superhero movies, like mm -hmm. um, like Daredevil was as well. Um, but right, right, but, right. Like it, Deadpool's. Um, part of the X Men cinematic universe, right? He's part of the the kinda, newer kinda X Men. Kind of, sort of, maybe. <laughs> yeah, he's he's like X Men adjacent. He's, yeah, yeah, but then like, cause the X Men and the Avengers, are, they exist within two different cinematic universes, right? Yes, uh, the Marvel cinematic universe right now doesn't necessarily include the X Men. Yeah, there's like two different cinematic universes. One is X Men. One is um like the, the MCU. Rest. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. And so. there's and the X Men have two different timelines too. Right, right. Which you is have super the, confusing. the the original cast, yeah, and the new cast. So it's except like, for this okay. is like a a weird portal because doesn't doesn't he Deadpool who knows he's in a movie? Didn't he? Doesn't he talk about it? which? Oh, which yeah. X-Men cinematic universe he exists in yeah, or like yeah. questions Colossus, it. Yeah, Colossus says, you know, we're going to take you to the professor and Deadpool's like, McAvoy or Stewart. So, yeah. So he, he's he, just he's throwing Deadpool. the whole thing to the wind. If you want to trace a cinematic universe within the X-Men, he's just destroying it. <laughs> he's like, he's <laughs> I mean, technically in our world. <laughs> yes. Well, and then when, when he's going to be, you know, experimented upon at the facility... Uh, he says, you know, don't don't make don't make the super suit green and don't make it animated. Yeah. Um, you know, in, in reference to. So Ryan Reynolds is one of the few actors that has been both in the DC universe and the Marvel universe. Oh, I didn't realize that. Because he was Green Lantern. Oh, OK. So in, he's... It, it, yeah. Green Lantern was a truly awful movie. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Ryan Reynolds was the best part of, of the movie. But yeah. he's he's actually a really great Hal Jordan, but the movie was just it it, it, it bites. It's not good. It's really bad. I think he it does, looks cool, but it's really but bad. It's, yeah, I feel like Ryan Reynolds did a decent job of like being Deadpool. I I don't fully understand like the writing. Like I, there's a certain kind of like know what it is like cheekiness that I'm like not as that does yeah. I don't really vibe with like I don't know I feel mm -hmm. bad like because it feels close enough to things I like that I also feel like I'm shitting on something that's like very close to things I like so I'm like where am I even <laughs> drawing this line but it's a little I mean, you know I don't know <laughs> it's it's humor I mean it's a different style of humor it might not be your style of humor I cannot uh, it's really hard for me to not associate Deadpool with Ryan Reynolds now yeah, because yeah. he just, he is Deadpool. Like he embodies that character so well. And, um, and a lot of it's, a lot of his performance is vocal because, you know, he's under the mask. And yeah. Everything. He is very, it is a very vocal performance. Like I mm -hmm. forget what he looks like. Cause it's real. I mean, he is, yeah, he's under the mask a lot of the movie and like, it's not <laughs> about the way he looks. It's almost weird when we see him. Cause you're just, it's such a vocal performance. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, and for me, for someone who's read, who's known about the character, you know, in the comics and the an and animated stuff, 
I I just associate him with the red suit and the way and the way he looks. That's just yeah. The, that's just the way he looks. I almost forget that there's oh yeah, there's a person under there, <laughs> right? Or that so, like yeah, he's yeah. not. That's not his skin entirely. <laughs> it's just the mask. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah. He wore a mask before. We all wore a mask. Very COVID safe. <laughs> Deadpool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very. Yes. He was dead, Deadpool's on it. Yeah, so I don't know if he could, because his thing is he can't die at this point. He's, like, technically invincible because of all these experiments. Right. So, I mean, right. if he got his COVID, body... he would probably survive, but... <laughs> oh, he'd, he'd be fine. He'd be fine, because his body is technically... So, it's so weird. Like, his body is... The... So, he still has cancer, technically. Okay. But he his healing factor has been turned up to such a degree that his body is making their cells and killing them at the same time. Very confusing. Very hard to wrap your head around. Right. <laughs> yes. Yes. So he he has cancer, but he's being cured at the same time. <laughs> right. So, I mean, it's kind of like any chronic condition that has, like, effective treatment, except for he can grow back his hand. That's right, the difference. Right, right. Well, any... He can... Yes, he can grow back any part of his body. Right, right. We yeah. just see the hand being completely grown back like his hand is mm-hmm. completely cut off and then it grows back in the second movie it's his head oh my gosh actually yeah yeah you really you know you really should spoilers. watch the second one uh second i'm so sorry i know i'm so sorry <laughs> well that's not a major spoiler yeah he loses his head in the second movie um blind owl is back in the second movie uh oh i she thought has- you said that she wasn't did I? I'm so sorry. There, she has that one scene. She has even less to do in the second movie. Well, it'll be exciting for I, the next when we come back to Deadpool for the second movie. Yeah, I, yeah, I feel like she had even even less to do. Well, and my God, so does Vanessa actually. But I'm getting way ahead of myself. Uh, yeah. So, do you want to talk you, about her? Let's talk about Vanessa. What did you think about? Oh, um, I meant blind Al, but yes, blind um, Al. Oh my God, yes. And we talk. We'll, we will definitely talk about blind Al too. Um, that, that is uh, the reason for the podcast. Um, mm-hmm. Vanessa, what I, I um. I like that, like, it kind of made me think about Always, because in the movie, his face gets all fucked up, and so he just fucking mm-hmm. runs away from his, like, girlfriend that he's in love with, or fiance, I think. Right. Um, right. And just, like, doesn't contact her, and, like, I like that she's, like, rightfully fucking pissed, and, like, what the hell? Why are you doing this? <laughs> like, why did you do that? That was such a <laughs> stupid move, dude. And, like, that felt better to me than, like, when in Always, mm-hmm. we're sort of a similar thing happens i mean yeah it's like his face gets all fucked up um and then he just like runs away and never comes back whereas like in this like like and she's like oh if only he was there and like is pining after him whereas vanessa was like fuck you and like i don't give a fuck about your face but like don't fucking disappear on me asshole (laughs) exactly exactly and i like the fact that um Vanessa is is a is a very capable person. She you know she's not a. Um, Isn't she a sex worker this, too? Yes, uh, she starts out at yeah. I, or she continues. She, she she also works in a strip club, so yeah, she continues. Yeah, and that's not that's not looked down upon. That it's it's completely normal. That's just what she does. 
Yeah, there's like occasional weird things where you're like, come on, just like the way sex workers treat it, or like because it's mostly in jest. But I'm like, yeah, this is already mm-hmm. enough of a, you know, prejudice people have. It's not not as funny to make jokes about when it's like not super um, transformative from the prejudices people already have. So I was like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. but um, but I do like that she is a sex worker and that like um that that's not like something that's like that you know she's not sidelined for the most part because of that even though you will have the occasional thing that's kind of questionable about the way they the movie treats the sex Mm -hmm. work and like kind of seeing it as like oh well this is you know this is a bad situation for her to be in or something when it's like I don't know she's getting paid like and I think she seems fine (laughs) (laughs) well and she is she's also damseled but she uh rescues herself yeah I mean yes she needs Deadpool there to, to help you know make sure so she doesn't die or whatever but she uh She's not your run-of-the-mill damsel in distress. She's not just going to stand there and scream for Wade to come and help her. She's going to figure it out. Yeah, it's almost like I kind of would rather watch a movie about her. It would like I'd rather the <laughs> roles be reversed if she was the main character and Deadpool was the romantic interest. I feel like that would be a better. I would enjoy that more. Like not yeah, that I yeah, I yeah. hate Deadpool, but like I would just think that's right. that would be a more fun movie to watch. Like just because she's I feel like a stronger character than Deadpool is. Deadpool's just I don't mm-hmm. really understand. <laughs> it's really a lack <laughs> of understanding for me because he's because he's always he knows he's in a movie, and I'm very confused by any character that <laughs> knows he's in a movie. <laughs> he but okay, but he knows he's in a movie, right? But he also knows that he's here to entertain us, right? So. Yeah, I don't know if that makes it better for you, but yeah. <laughs> so okay, but so so if he's here to entertain us, then that can it gives him motivation to do things or like. Yeah, yeah, I'd say. Yeah, I mean, because he's always he's always talking to us. I mean, honestly, my favorite part about the first one is this action sequence that at the beginning with with and the the last bit of it with the twelve bullets. Yeah, he has 12 bullets, and so he's counting down the bullets. That's, okay, that's a cute bit. I think that's fine, because it's like, it's kind of like in Lord of the Rings, where they're fight like, how many orcs <laughs> they kill. Yes. It's like, it's, yes. it has that kind of vibe of just being kind of cute and cheeky in a way that I can handle, but that, like, at least exists within the world, where he's mm-hmm. he's narrating it, but that's not to the point where he's just like talking to us and that the whole thing is that he's in a movie and that there's not really anything specific like it seems like the jokes are kind of just entirely he's in a movie and he knows about it like they're not they don't always add to like the progression of the plot I mean they sort of do but they're more like the it's the bullets is like actually something's happening and it shows a window into him as a character mm-hmm. and like you could mm-hmm. have that whole scene and and you could have him completely not know he's in a movie at all because it's just him right. having a certain amount of bullets and counting them and that could be if you did voiceover of his internal dialogue he doesn't need to know he's in a movie for that to work you know that's just a thing that you can do without a character yeah i mean breaking the fourth wall 
Right. It's unfortunately this is this is his shtick. This is his thing. Yeah. So if you're gonna if you're gonna bring Deadpool from the comics to to the movies to to live He's action, got to. you, you kind of have to do this. Yeah. No, it's true. It kind of has to happen this way. There's a really cute episode. Oh, I can't remember which Spider-Man series it was, but uh, Sambit, my friend, showed it to me because he loves Spider-Man. And there's this really cute episode where Spider-Man and Deadpool get together. And they have to, like, solve a crime or whatever. But Deadpool is crazy and zany and goofy. And he's always, you know, he's breaking the fourth wall or he's uh, uh, doing, you know, goofy things um, that kind of sort of get on Spider-Man's nerves. It it, it was just really funny. But this was (laughs) this is way before he was voiced by Ryan Reynolds, I think. Yeah. yeah. Or acted by performed by Ryan Reynolds. So. Yeah, but even even then, he's still cheeky. I mean, granted, this is a children's cartoon, so it's not like you can go very far. But right, he's, he's the same. <laughs> he's not talking about sex as much, probably. No, no, not at all. No, no, uh, no. Although one of my favorite ever panels of Deadpool is him in a French maid's outfit. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this, this sexy French maid outfit, but he's wearing his super suit, you know, underneath it. Oh, so, my, that's yeah. impractical. I know. It's fantastic. <laughs> it's is, Deadpool. Like, is Deadpool a queer character? Yes, he's bi. That's yeah. what I thought. But is he in the comics or is that just because or yes. is that in the movie? Okay. Does no, he have like uh, ever have male love interests? Uh, now that I do not know for sure because I haven't read enough Deadpool comics, but. Yeah, I I can tell you that he's bi. Ooh, uh, he there was one where he, uh, as a joke, he performed in in Marvel's version of Hamilton. Um, <laughs> which was which was really funny. Uh, at Hamilton. Oh, as Hamilton. <laughs> it was yeah, it was kind of a throwaway gag, but it was really funny. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't though Hamilton. I don't think is a queer character. Right? No. I mean, <laughs> at least not that we know. Of. There's been some, there's been some debate, but no, I'm pretty sure you most know. historical um, people that we don't really have that much insight into their sexuality, other than if they were married to someone or whatever. People could speculate, <laughs> but there's not really a lot of certainty right, right. <laughs> there. Right, but uh, yeah, Dead, Deadpool is by, and he loves unicorns. He loves unicorns. Is that in he the movie? He loves unicorns. There's a few nods to it in the movie that I noticed this time around. I was like, oh, yeah, because he loves unicorns. Um, when Vanessa is knocked out unconscious, she's – Oh, yeah. Um, uh, there's cartoon unicorns that pop up, and that's that's a little bit of an homage to that. In the in the end credits, he's – the little cartoon Deadpool is riding a unicorn. It's because Deadpool is, like, obsessed with unicorns. Actually, I got my friend uh, this really cool Deadpool shirt, and it's him charging in on this, like – pink fluffy cutesy little unicorn and i think in one hand he's got a machine gun and in the other hand he has a chimichanga because that's also his thing chimichangas <laughs> he's got a whole fact, bunch of the, things yeah yeah in fact the the menu of the dvd is just um it's a camera pointed at a microwave with a chimichanga warming up in it <laughs> yep there you go <laughs> that's that, that's about right oh and then I also got I got the same friend. Uh, I get her a lot of Deadpool themed gifts. Um, I got the same friend a really pretty picture that someone had painted, and it's Deadpool, but he's painted as a canonized saint. And there's just all of these like creatures and little internet memes around him. 
and he's holding up his hands and there's little chimichangas with wings flying in the background <laughs> and the, the picture the picture is titled deadpool patriot state of the internet <laughs> well i guess that makes sense <laughs> i mean because like you could insert this character anywhere i think that's that's kind of something that's one of the really cool things about this character is you can the possibilities are endless <laughs> I, I have a there was a group at one of the, at Emerald City Comic Con, beautiful group of cosplayers who were dressed up in brilliant Lord of the Rings cosplay. I mean, they looked awesome. Nice. Uh, and then this freaking chick who was dressed up at Deadpool, they're trying to take this like epic, you know, picture, fellowship picture. And this chick waltzes in and like lays down in that pose that Ryan Reynolds is in, that like um, laying on his side, like, you know, all sensual like or whatever. Uh, so I have pictures of these amazing Lord of the Rings cosplayers and Deadpool. I mean, that's a great <laughs> combo. I feel like that's totally the correct thing to do. Yeah. I feel like that's, yeah, We were. I think everyone did the right thing in that scenario. Um, <laughs> I think so, too. <laughs> um, but... Um, yeah, so I feel like we should talk about Blind Al because we really have it yes. at all. Oh my god, yes. We should. We should probably talk about Blind Al. <laughs> so Deadpool has, in the second part, after he just disappears from Vanessa's actual, like, fiancé, um, and after mm-hmm. he's been, like, tortured and all this stuff, we, we have Blind Al, who's his new roommate, um... And I actually clipped out the first scene that she is in. If you want, if we want to start Ooh. by playing that, yeah, play that clip. Cool, and then we can talk <laughs> about it. How's that coolant coming along? IKEA doesn't assemble itself, you know. You're telling me. I don't mind the coolant. It's an improvement on the hurdal. Please, anything's an improvement over the hurdal. I'd have taken an Emnis or, or, or a Tresol over the hurdal. Oh no, I didn't get excited till I saw the coolant. Screw please. Here? Now? Just kidding. I know it's been decades. You'd be surprised. I'm pretty grossed out. Ta? Da! I wish I never heard of Craigslist. And I quote, looking for roommate blind to life's imperfections must be good with hands, or would you rather I build the Ikea and you pay rent? Why such a douche this morning? <laughs> that is um the introduction it's like the first scene with uh blind owl that we we meet her yeah i mean technically you see her very briefly in the laundry mat yeah because wade is trying to clean blood out of his suit and she's like oh yeah lemon uh, <laughs> she knows something that else. blood yeah <laughs> yeah yeah Which, do we ever find oh, out God. why she knows that no, no. I think the joke is is that Blind Al has a past, and we don't know what it is. <laughs> I, I mean, love, I love good. her though. I, she's, she's the well. I mean, they're the perfect roommates together because she's, he's sarcastic as hell, and and she just takes it and throws it right back at him. I do like that she's very snarky, um, and that she's also pretty. Like I don't know, she's like a blind character that isn't. Uh, very, like, well, woe is me, definitely not. Like, that she's just kind of like, yeah, I'm blind. <laughs> like, I love the, her comfort level of being blind. <laughs> but, like, just, like, an, and her, like, snarkiness and not um, putting up with Deadpool shit for the most part. So, she's Right, kinda... I mean, blind, <laughs> blind Al has um, seen some shit. Or... 
not seen maybe some she shit. hasn't actually not maybe she's not seen some shit we don't know but we do know there's some shit involved <laughs> <laughs> she's definitely heard some stuff in her life I, but okay so her purpose as a character that's what i wanted to to talk about because i watching it again i remembered oh yeah so i don't know if i'd necessarily call this a trope but i do remember uh in the second no i think it was the first one because i I, i've never seen this the second 20th century fox fantastic four because i don't care but in the first one um the thing uh michael chiklis's character he has a girlfriend who's blind and oh, the, the whole like the whole thing it. is like, oh, the yeah. I mean, we could. She's yeah. in even less. She's in even less scenes than Blind Al is. But hey, <laughs> I like where we're. I like where we're going with this. Um, uh, but the whole metaphor is like, oh, you know, I don't care what you look like or whatever because I'm blind and I can see past all of that. Right. So, it's like Beastly, uh, the man who laughs, like all these different. Right. Things. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, it's. I think it's a trope. It's been in a lot of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I, hearing hearing you say those, or you're reminding me of the of those titles that we've watched. Yeah, it, yeah. That would that would mean it would be a trope at this point. Yeah, I think we could uh, officially make it a trope. It, it it's very similar to Beastly because like it's just yeah it's another blind roommate to someone whose face is all fucked up and who's like weirdly. Mm-hmm like freaking out about it i mean i guess i don't know maybe it's not weird but it's like just freaking out about it that i mean like how are we just do we just exist for like people who've recently had something happen to their face which like i don't want to like be (laughs) like too like because it is obviously also a disability and like something that can be really like difficult you know, that's equally can be really socially isolating and, and not good, mm-hmm. like just in the way we treat people who have, you know, anything that's considered abnormal in the way their face looks. But like um, it's it just feels like there's like a factory of blind people, at least when they're a fictional character that they just hand you one of us to be, <laughs> to be your roommate or we're, girlfriend or whatever. Yeah, we're, we're here to teach you, you poor, sad disfigured or newly disabled people how to like live again because oh look at us you can have a fulfilling life because we're proof of that yeah yeah and we also can't see so we can prove to you that it's not a big deal we won't judge you right exactly which i mean like that's maybe they should have like you know little big brother little brother what are those things called where they match people up of different ages like they've asked match someone up who's like recently had some like you know something happen to their like disfiguring in their face and then you match them up oh. with a blind person <laughs> like you guys have disabilities that like are puzzle pieces <laughs> this is yeah so why good. not sure. yeah go ahead I mean, it's like it's it's kind it's definitely ridiculous and a trope. It's very funny. I mean, like I guess there are worse tropes. Like it's it's just kind mm. of it's not like the same level of problematic as other things, but it does. It's just it's kind of just silly. I think <laughs> like it's not really right. how the but world think, works. Yeah, but I think in you know in Deadpool, I don't think this trope is necessarily turned on its head. But no. 
uh, she, Blind Al don't give a shit. Like, yeah. he's there because he pays rent. Yeah. And, um, you know, and just sort of compliment each other in this really weird way. But she is definitely not there to turn his life around. <laughs> no. Yeah, it's... But I think, like, also, uh, at least of the ones we've watched, we... I wish we got more of the characters. Like, I feel like Beast, you know, Beastly, that was one of our less mm-hmm. developed, like, blind characters. Like, we just really had very little insight to Neil Patrick Harris's character in that. It mm-hmm. was not, the movie mm-hmm. was not about him. And, like, mm-hmm. even in The Man Who Laughs, we had a lot more of, uh, what was her name? <laughs> it was, like, D or something. <laughs> no, it was. Oh, Lord. Dia uh... or something. Something. <laughs> um, yeah, so the, the, what, whatever her name was. Like, she was, um, even though she was in a lot of the movie, we really had very little sense of her as a person. Like, so I feel like we get, like, very small windows into these characters, but they're not, mm-hmm. they're never, like, fleshed out. And they're, mm-hmm. and it's always the main character that's more fleshed out. And then the blind character is, is doesn't really go above plot device. And I think that's kind of annoying. Like, I wish there was at least some more, um, like, I mean, I guess because the trope is just like, you don't really have to do anything with it. You can just be like, oh, hey, look, someone who can't, you know, who can't see. And then this person has something that, you know, that makes them socially isolated because it's, you know, a disfigurement of some kind. So like that, that there you go. Makes sense. Like, we don't have to do anything with it. <laughs> you know, it just feels like kind of a, <laughs> a cheap reason for a blind. It's like a very specific reason where they're like, yeah, blind character. That's cool. You know, and then they don't really have to make a real blind character as long as they're just like, yeah, the roommate's blind. We'll have a couple scenes with them. <laughs> We're done. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. And I mean, you, the scriptwriter, you know, the writers ha- make, they make a choice. I mean, it's, I, it's like, I want, I want the day to come where they, someone writes a character and it's just like, oh yeah, and they're blind. But there's no, like, reason. They just happen to be a blind character who is living, you know, who is in this situation. Uh, yeah, but yeah, but when you when you make a choice for a character to be blind, you're still you know you're still making that choice. So you, I'm still asking myself, okay, but why is this character blind? What's the point? Right, right. Which like yeah, I mean that that is true. That I think you could definitely do. I think like just adding a blind character that doesn't feel blind because they're basically acting normally as a sighted character would be lame but like I don't think you can really do that because that like everyone would be like what this character's blind why are but who knows I mean like but yeah it would be nice (laughs) to have like more blind characters that were just people in a story (laughs) um that the story didn't have to revolve around their blindness but um right and if you're asking like why you know why is blind out blind well I mean she's fine because Deadpool wanted you know needed a place to stay and got along with her at the laundromat and saw the ad on Craigslist and decided to with her right you know oh yeah yeah. and she just happens to be blind so she won't be uh terrified by my face but I would hope it would be because they got along you know better than right but that's the thing though is it's like but that doesn't really make narrative sense 
You know, like it's like the narrative mm. has created a scenario where it's like, yeah, you just put a blind character, you know, plug in blind character and then you don't. And then the fact mm. it's really that she's just so underdeveloped is why we don't have really a sense of why he picked. It's not right. that she it's not that we have a, you know, a window into how they became friends and why it really doesn't have anything exactly. to do. Like, it's just literally yeah. they just didn't develop her very well. So we can kind of just say whatever we want <laughs> about their relationship. Least, kind of. Right. But at least, yeah, she's uh, yes, she's underdeveloped because she's you know a tiny part of the movie but she's not the butt of the joke no she's yeah she's she's definitely not like that right like she's a she's a person she's a human being even though you you only see her for three or four scenes she she makes an impact i mean she has personality yeah she's like she's doesn't take shit she is very she's snarky and um she like yeah i mean she's not subservient he has some sort of personal life i mean like in the clip Mm -hmm. we played he talks about her like not having sex in a while and she's like you'd be surprised or something like Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh so i don't know she's i guess she's not desexualized but then he says that's disgusting so then you're like i don't know I mean, is it because, but I, then it's like, is it because she's old? Is it because she's black or is it because she's blind? It's really hard to say yeah. which one it is. I would, I would guess, I would guess old? because she's making an old joke. Yeah. Uh, because she's so old. But I'm like, okay, well, all right. But I mean, we know that she, uh, that they, I love that stupid little um, Ikea bit that, that's, that runs throughout the whole thing. Yeah, that's a cute, I think it's. <laughs> that makes sexy happy. Yeah. Yeah, that that she can't put together IKEA thing, which is fair. It's a legit oh blind my. person. Complaint. Have you? Those are nightmares. I when I got mine because when I first moved here, I I was lucky enough to like have a little bit of money to go to IKEA to furnish my studio. So I went there and they will deliver it for you. And not only will they deliver it, they'll put it together, and it costs an extra like eighty dollars. But I was like, screw it disability tax it's a disability tax i know yeah it sucks but i'm like there's no way i'm i'm putting this together myself uh yeah they're um they're a nightmare but they look cool when they're done (laughs) yeah they're sometimes ikea bed yeah i mean i like putting together ikea furniture i get really pissed that they they they're different sizes of screws are really hard to tell the difference for but yeah it's easier for me to put together ikea furniture than if there's i have to read how to put something together then i basically Mm. can't the diagrams are really Mm -hmm. helpful so i'm i'm lucky that i have a kind of blindness where ikea furniture is actually easier to put together um but it's definitely uh yeah it's it could definitely you could run into problems uh Mm -hmm. (laughs) um regardless um but I did, I do have like a missing screw on in my bed and it's just been that way for a very oh, no. long time. Everything's always <laughs> falling apart, but you know, it's part of disability. <laughs> kind of like the blind owl has a bit of that, like, yeah, whatever, you know, whatever, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the world is imperfect and she trips over the, the Roomba. So relatable. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. And they zoom in on the fact that like her Roomba has this little like, dancing hula girl on the top of it and i'm like okay that's funny that 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 she would do that but also 
is that so she can hear it better yeah. even though it's making noise I don't know yeah I, as you said that I thought that but then I also was like yeah but it's making it makes so much noise right. you know where right. it is like <laughs> that's so maybe so maybe Deadpool put it there because he thought it was funny I don't know <laughs> yeah that could be it um but yeah Roombas are not not ideal for blind people <laughs> those things freak me out they're honestly. very scary I mean, yeah, though I guess if you really like weird. run away from them and you turn it on then it is good because you don't have to like vacuum and see where you're vacuuming so in that way it's good I suppose so so yeah. it can be accessible in one way but they are terrifying so I don't like to be in the same room as them because <laughs> they scare me exactly yeah they do it's just this weird sentient thing moving across the floor no thank you very no. creepy <laughs> yeah they're really creepy they're unpredictable yes. they just oh, yeah no room what if it does what if it decides one day that you know it wants to kill your family or i don't know not vacuum Run you the over. rug or something yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so boo roombas uh <laughs> that's our stance and sometimes boo ikea but i don't know yeah but, but also they, they make some not. they make some pretty good furniture yeah <laughs> it's uh but uh, yeah, that's what having a blind roommate's like, I guess. I mean, it's not that dissimilar from actually having a blind roommate being one myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, it is. Is Okay, so Deadpool said something about her being in love with him. Is she in love with him? Didn't seem like it to me. No, no. I think that was a joke. Yeah, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. Pretty sure she's definitely not in love with him. Yeah, I like is... <laughs> He's just that full of himself, I guess. <laughs> I think he's just trying to get her goat. But he says it in a voiceover, so it's not really to get a rise out of her when it's him. To, or I don't even know if it's in a voiceover. He says it, I think, to us, or then it's in a voiceover. But he doesn't say it to her oh, directly. Oh, right, right. Because he said, yeah, no, because he says it to the audience. Yeah. No, I, I, it's still a joke. Because we know we know that A, she's not in love with him, and B, he still has the hots for Vanessa, so... Well, yeah, he doesn't say that he's in love with her, but he says she's in love with him. Mm-hmm. Which, I don't no. know. I don't want to... He is messing with us. No, I he's guess so. with us. <laughs> But then if he's <laughs> such an unreliable narrator, I'm going to take anything he says seriously. <laughs> and he's talking directly to us, he's lying to our face. Like, how many characters lie to your face in such an extreme way? <laughs> <laughs> Usually at least they're lying to some other character's face, not to our face. They're not talking directly to us and lying. Um, yeah, I don't know. She's, I, she seemed cool. We don't get enough of her. I think that's probably the main thing about Blind Al. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we next movie we want more blind owl. Yeah, Just more blind owl. Just she could be a, a superhero. <laughs> and of course, I I did my my part by doing no research. Um, I'm wondering if the actress who played her is actually blind. I mean, she wore sunglasses all the time. But, knowing you know, this, blind, everything we us blind folks can do that. Yeah, knowing everything we've done so far, though, I'm always like probably not. <laughs> Um, but that's a good question. I mean, I can just look really quick. I can look, yeah, because I'm, I'm very curious. Because if she isn't, she did a real good job. No, I believe she's sighted, yes. Yeah, I yeah, figured. Yeah, she's sighted. 
I mean, yeah. gosh, wow. What if they had actually cast a blind actor for... I know. Wouldn't that be cool? It's <laughs> never going to happen. It never happens. Um, <laughs> she's, no, she's done a lot on Star Trek, though. That's cool. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, she. it's a good performance. Um, but, yeah, it's it's... You know, it's always sad to cast sighted actors as blind characters, but it's a it's not a bad performance. It's just yeah. no, no. It's, it's she's she's funny. Yeah, and I, and I like I like Brian Reynolds has a face that's um very movie <laughs> star face too. So it's kind of yeah, doubly problematic. You know, <laughs> not not gonna not gonna lie. As a blind person watching this movie, I wanted to touch his face so bad. Not not Ryan Reynolds' normal face. <laughs> I wanted to touch Wade's face because I'm just like, I'm so curious to, uh, <laughs> like, just how it feels. I how love how you're, make... you are the one bringing the face touching to this movie that didn't even I have know. it. I, no, no, it didn't. That's a no, record, there, I think. There was no scene where Vanessa touches his face and it's or like, blind it's okay. owl touches his face. Or, yeah, or blind owl touches his face. Yeah. So. But... I want to touch his face. I, want... <laughs> <laughs> I do. I want to touch his face. Yeah. There's no. There's that. There's no like sexual thrill behind it or whatever. I legit just. I'm curious. What I want to. Like. I want to know what his face feels like. <laughs> Although, yeah. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. I wasn't very proud of it, but um, when T.J. Miller tells him that he looks like a testicle with teeth, I got a laugh out of. I got a laugh out of me. I hate T.J. Miller, but yeah, yeah. fuck T.J. Miller. <laughs> just not a nice human being uh yeah. unfortunately though he plays a real good smarmy bar owner <laughs> yeah that really bummed me out too because i was like this character is too much to do to be played by tj miller <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i was like i could have liked this character but i just don't like him so much as a person that yeah right right i'm just like oh yeah this is not this is not good uh i feel weird but yeah this was this was back when like tj miller was a thing yeah, oh. this is before mm-hmm. he got hella canceled. Oh man, so canceled. I don't know if he'll ever work <laughs> again. To be honest, but whatever. That's that's not. Yeah, it's just the way the cookie crumbles, I guess, or something. <laughs> I don't know. What would Deadpool say about that? Oh um, boy. <laughs> uh, He'd have something, something to say. Really, really gross. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean i guess yeah i still i'm still trying to figure out exactly what i i don't have like super hot of a take about deadpool i i think it's just mostly that i don't um it's like i don't know i think it's just it's just kind of like a kind of humor that's not specific like it just doesn't really fit Mm -hmm. my pleasure center is just right enough Mm -hmm. to like totally I I just don't fully get the humor it's but it's weird because it's like I'm close to it but I'm just not it's it's not so far from things I find funny that it's Mm -hmm. you know offensive or whatever or just like I don't get it at all but it's just like just slightly to the side of what I find funny. So I'm just kind of like a little bit always like, okay, yeah, that's Deadpool. <laughs> right. I mean, I would say watch the second one, but there's a major thing that happens in like the first five minutes of the second movie that I think would ma- would really make you upset and not want to watch the, the rest of it. Oh, um, <laughs> spoilers for Deadpool 2 if y'all haven't seen it. Uh, a fridge Vanessa 
basically. Oh my gosh. Wait, so does she not come back at all in the movie or not till the end? Uh, not till the end. Oh my gosh. Why? Why don't they make her care? Like, why can't we watch a movie about her? <laughs> I know. I know. I know. I mean, I, uh, I love Marina Bakarin. Um, She's just a more and, compelling character yeah. than Deadpool. <laughs> I'm just more interested in her. She's just a more interesting <laughs> character. <laughs> well, I mean, they they fridge her in the in the second movie by basically killing her off. But then she comes back because time travel, <laughs> of course. Okay, well, mm-hmm. we'll the, we're ending the Deadpool two spoilers here, but uh, <laughs> okay, 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 no more. Um, but yeah, I mean, maybe we'll watch it at some point if there is more Blind Al in the second one. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, I I like a fourth wall joke, but I don't want my characters to know they're in a movie. I like right, fourth wall jokes right. that are a little bit more subtle than that I think of just like <laughs> yeah I know you're in a I don't know I'm just like I guess I already know you're in a movie <laughs> like you saying it is right not, it's I don't need that <laughs> I'm aware you're in a I, movie. I don't mind being hit over the head with a sledgehammer <laughs> uh in, in a fourth wall break like I like all that weird meta humor I I think it's funny uh when done well I mean I don't want an entire you know, every single joke in Deadpool is is a fourth wall break. It's not like there. There's more. There's more types of jokes in there. But I mean, I giggled when when they flash back to him meeting Blind Al on the laundromat, and he looks at the camera and is like, "This is a fourth wall break within a fourth wall break. That's like sixteen wall breaks." I mean, that's funny. I can't. I can't help it. I I find that stuff funny. And I, for me, it's just listening to Ryan Reynolds deliver the lines is funny. Because I think he's he's just knows exactly what type of spin to put on all these lines, and it's cool to to hear him hear him do it and watch him work, basically. Yeah, I think it's like it's one of those things where I can tell it's a good performance, but yeah, like it's just like because it 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 isn't enough my humor. I'm just kind of like a little met on it but then I'm also like I know this mm-hmm. is a good performance like and I know that it's mm-hmm. my own thing that's holding me up from you know right. what I mean well you know and Deadpool is definitely not for everybody and I'm not even I'm not even a super fan I mean he makes me laugh I'm glad he exists you know but it doesn't have to be uh everybody's special Cup unicorn <laughs> yeah yeah well we should make there there should be a whole bunch of like uh by uh male superheroes that's why i take on this <laughs> so if deadpool's not your coming to you could have more other ones or well that, yeah, that, that'd be nice. no yeah that made me smile when i found that out i can't remember who told me that or where i heard it but i was just like oh yeah that actually i don't know that just makes sense <laughs> for him for his oh yeah. yeah well because okay. it's in the movie but it's just like they never really say mm-hmm. it and so i'm always confused i'm like like they they just it's weird they like kind of say a bunch of stuff that's like makes him it's make it obvious that he's a like a bi character but then they don't ever really but then he just has one romantic interest so they don't really like go into it any more specific right. so it's like one of those weird things where you're like like you could theoretically just miss it you know mm-hmm. like it's not like it could all of the things could go over your head there's not anything like 
super uh, specific enough and um, like granted, you know, I don't know, writing by characters, I think is really important, but uh, yeah, it's yeah. already a weird thing of like, you know, you, I think can get stuck in like, just being one thing or the other. And like, I don't know, it'd be kind of fun to see more characters that that was a bigger part of their character identity and then it wasn't mm -hmm. just kind of like you know nudged out without actually ever being a super specific thing in the movies it's, it really mm -hmm. is you could like if was it that you saw the movie and you didn't realize that i knew he was by before the movie actually well the first time i watched it i didn't know and then okay. i think after afterwards i heard someone talking because it might have been right before Deadpool 2 like you know uh, people are talking about Deadpool and I you know there's a bunch of YouTube videos you know get to know Deadpool blah 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 and I think that's where I heard it oh okay uh, yeah. wow so you did watch the movie and didn't realize it so you it's not no, just that it no could idea. happen it did happen for you <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's yeah so I guess I'm correct uh, that you can't miss it apparently <laughs> oh completely went sailed <laughs> right over my head though i will find i i will find all like by male characters very <laughs> tuned into that so <laughs> um it's like the blind characters that i'm always like i know those are like two things i'll just know every single even the smallest hit i'm like oh this blind by male <laughs> character <laughs> um yeah <laughs> There's not, a, I mean, they're pretty infrequently done. Like, those are not common uh, characters that you see all the mm -hmm. time. So, mm -hmm. um, I appreciate when you do see it. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But this movie had both. It's just like you blink and you miss them. But <laughs> they, were mm -hmm. in, they were both in it. That's so. true. There you go. That's true. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Do we want to? Do we have other things about the movie we'd like to talk about? We didn't really get into the plot, but like, I know, I know. It was like we talked, we we talked about everything else except for the plot of the movie. I mean, the <laughs> plot though is like just your. It's an origin story. Yeah, it's an origin. It's an origin story, and a flashback. And usually, that would the almost the whole movie is told in flashback, and usually that would annoy me, but. It works here because of the kind of character that Deadpool is, and that's how he would tell a story. Yeah, it, it uh, kind of like jumps around. You don't. It doesn't even feel mm -hmm. so much like. Yeah, you forget. I mean, he keeps breaking the fourth wall, anyway. So the fact that it jumps around doesn't. You don't even notice, really. <laughs> right, right. I enjoyed. I enjoyed Colossus and Negasonic Teenage Warhead. Yeah, I love. <laughs> I love Megasonic Teenage Warhead the best. Yes, she's great. Yeah, um, she's, she's amazing. Low rent X Men characters. Low, I know low rent X Men. I love the clip he makes when he goes to the mansion. He's like, "How can I come here? And there's only two of you ever here in this huge house." <laughs> oh, I guess the studio couldn't afford more X Men. <laughs> I mean that one. I, that one. I, that was probably the fourth wall joke I liked the most um, because it was like only slightly um, like out of the movie you know it was like <laughs> mostly a fourth wall joke that was within the um, like the world of the movie <laughs> and I those are the ones I like where they're only dipping their toe into the out, you know other side of the fourth wall <laughs> instead of mm -hmm. like hammering mm -hmm. you with the fact that they're in a movie um but <laughs> yeah also I guess I like the things that are like making fun of Hollywood and things and 
Yeah, I uh, yeah jokes about the budget of something because I'm always thinking mm-hmm. that. So you know, <laughs> it's kind right, of funny right, when exactly. character. It's also no, when I heard that. that j- when I heard that joke again, I was like, I bet you Sky will laugh at that. Yeah, that's literally the <laughs> It's funny because it's not only what I laugh at, it's the only joke that I remembered from the movie. Uh, it was oh. the only joke. Because <laughs> I remember like, oh, that one was funny. <laughs> that was it. I didn't remember a single other joke in the whole movie. <laughs> um, I like really didn't. I don't think, I didn't even remember any of the blind owl jokes. I remember she was in it, but I didn't remember any of the jokes she makes at all mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. i literally just remembered that one joke <laughs> about the x well i mean how can how can you not forget like him and blind al sitting on the couch having their like little tete-a-tete and then he's got the baby hand yeah <laughs> so oh. disturbing <laughs> disturbing it's very disturbing yeah oh, i think God. i purposefully blocked that one out of my memory <laughs> oh my god yeah, i'm not even gonna play uh, it on the podcast it's streaming on hulu if you haven't seen deadpool yeah. you can always see it yes it's it's very easy to find yeah, yeah i feel like deadpool's just one of those movies where i don't know it's worth just having seeing it to have some sort of opinion on it <laughs> i mean like it's not that i think everyone in the world <laughs> should see it but it just feels like something that first of all i think most like it just feels like a lot of people have and also I don't know. It's just like some some cultural reference to have. I I I enjoy it. I I enjoy them. I and then I kind of sort of go away from them for a while, and then I watch them again, or you know, watch them for this podcast or or something. And I realize, oh yeah, these are <laughs> these are actually really funny. And yeah. I yeah, I just I have a really good time. I like that they don't take themselves. Uh, too seriously and yet you know the things with Vanessa and uh, those are played completely straight and you buy them I mean you you buy that that they are super you know deeply in love with each other and you especially when he's um, stalking her you know after he comes after he escapes and (laughs) not very cool you know not very cool at all I'm not I'm not condoning stalking but you can feel like the longing you know yeah, I mean, he could have just like not abandoned her, but whatever, it's fine. Right, right. He could have, he could have done the grown up thing. I yeah, know, I know, adult, totally, whatever. Totally, it's not Deadpool's vibes. He, every single punch in the face that she gave him, he absolutely deserved. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, I feel like we're we're kind of encroaching upon our uh, blindness acuity test uh, here. Oh, definitely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. End out. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you want to go first? Sure, absolutely. Uh, well, in honor of the new year, um, and just for funsies, I'm giving this movie a solid 2021. <laughs> nice. No, no reason whatsoever. I would have given it a 2020, but but I thought it would be more fun to give it a 2021. Uh, you know what? It's great. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's fucking Deadpool. What you know? What 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 more can I say? I. He, this character just brings me joy. I'm never not smiling. Like I, this movie started and I found myself just grinning like an idiot, (laughs) pretty much through the entire movie. Um, you know, yeah. So, I, I I very much, uh, yeah. Excuse me. I very much enjoy enjoy this. Enjoy these movies. I like the actors, uh, (laughs) except for, uh, 
uh, with one exception. Um, <laughs> yeah. But I, yeah, <laughs> but I like the actors. I, I like the chemistry that they have. I like, I like the performances. Uh, yeah. And it's just, they're just a really fun like, distraction. Nice, but the blindness is not really enough to give it any more than a 2021. <laughs> oh, no, no. I love the fact that Blind Al is blind, like her character is blind, and I love the relationship that she and Wade have. But, uh, yeah, no, it gets a 2021 because <laughs> yeah, it's, it's Deadpool. That's great. I mean, last <laughs> week I had a 2020 to end out the year, and you're starting out the year with a 2021. It's very perfect and symmetrical. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm gonna give it a a higher rating though. I'm gonna give it a 2030. I'm, I oh mean, my like, God. okay. I'm not I'm not going like that much higher, but uh, <laughs> but you know, I mean, there's a blind character that like that is um you know not pining, unlike Beastly. She doesn't get her eyesight mm-hmm. back. Like she's pretty right. She's a pretty like like legit. Even though we barely get to see her, and I wish she was in more of the movie. She's a legit blind mm-hmm. character. Like you kind of you feel that she could be a real, like, she feels like a real person that I know, you know, or, like, not that I know a specific person that's like her, but she just feels like someone I would know that's, like, one of my blind friends. Like, she doesn't feel, like, totally made up by sighted people. Um, they don't, you know, she feels like a plot device, or not really a plot device, but she feels almost like a weird trope just because <laughs> his, there's something, you know, quote-unquote wrong with his face, and then that's, like, and then all of a sudden she appears, and so there's, it feels very tied to that specific trope. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, there's that, and then there's also, like, the fact that she's barely in the movie um, is another thing. So, you know, I'm not going <laughs> to give it much of higher, but, you know, it probably could be a lot higher if we had a whole movie about her. Um, but, yeah. So, I think as a character, she she actually is, is better than, than we've had uh, a lot of other minor blind characters have definitely been a lot more problematic than she is so yeah so yeah, yeah. no I really I really like blind Al. yeah kind of like hey that's that's so cool in this crazy superhero movie to have you know blind representation that's yeah really cool. and like a very snarky um like you know just says whatever's on their mind character feels like yeah we could be in a movie like, like that <laughs> who likes uh craigslist and ikea furniture yeah yeah <laughs> it, i mean it, it makes perfect sense it's it feels yeah it feels weirdly some of the stuff with her does feel weirdly real like a real person in a movie that is <laughs> so not real like not a moment of it is real she's almost the most real thing in it <laughs> yes oh oh when 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 deadpool tells her as he's leaving to go fight the bad guy he's like yeah i had uh, however many tons of cocaine it was, and and the cure for blindness in this apartment. Oh yeah, <laughs> I forgot like, about that you one. Asked- what a weird and oh my god it is kind of like beastly and then he just assumes that she's looking for that i forgot i wanted to talk about that but i totally forgot uh, so thanks for bringing that and up I mean, but. I mean she's yeah i mean she's not though I mean, she doesn't she doesn't care yeah she doesn't care it's so it's always the fucking like sighted characters that project that on to well because it's funny in beastly and this you have like a sighted character that is like so upset by their own you know, new, like, facial mm-hmm. disformity, and mm-hmm. that they're projecting all this stuff onto a character that's been blind for a very long time and, like, seems totally fine about it and does not care that they're blind, but you're <laughs> like, yeah, but all disabled people don't want to be disabled. It's like, come on. Come on, guys. 
Uh, but anyway, that's Deadpool. <laughs> Maybe we'll watch Deadpool 2 at some point. So it's a cliffhanger ending. Yeah. <laughs> You'll have to keep tuning in every week to find out if we ever do Deadpool 2. Will, will we ever do it? <laughs> yeah. So, and then we'll talk to the screen. I don't know. I'm running out of uh, Deadpool references. <laughs> you're, you're trying. I mean, you're we trying. know we're in a podcast. <laughs> That's generally how podcasts work, so there's not really that many jokes we could do, but uh, <laughs> anyway. Um, uh, so, we've decided even though we both uh, kind of picked Deadpool as a team effort, um, <laughs> that I'll go next. Uh, I have picked... Uh, a um, short film from ni- a made-for-TV movie from 1973 called Beg, Borrow, or Steal. Um, it is about three people with different disabilities, one of them being blindness, who rob a museum. They do a, uh, some sort of heist. I'm saying this now. I'm trying to remember what kind of heist. They do, they do a museum heist. Okay. That's what I thought it was, but it's just kind of a funny, I'm assuming the museum has like precious gems, but uh, we'll, we'll find out. Uh, so tune this, in for that. This, this can only end well. Yeah. I mean, I think it's going to work really awesome and, and everyone's going to be happy, but we'll, we'll have to find out. Um, so tune in next week for that. Um, and the only thing left to do is our uh, blind assigns. Um, right, right. What uh, do you are you bringing today, Melissa? So I'm bringing I'm bringing a blind aside. Uh, I've been really thinking about it though, and I don't know if if I'm necessarily recommending it. Oh, interesting. But yeah, but I'm gonna throw it out there anyway, even though it's it's not obscure. Like this, everybody knows this thing is happening. So I'm bringing uh, Wonder Woman 1984. Okay. To the table, because uh, superhero movies and stuff. It is available on to stream on HBO Max if you have that, or make a friend or something. And <laughs> I'm sure I'm sure they have it. Uh, yeah, this movie is. Uh, boy, oh boy, this movie is too long. Uh, <laughs> it's not. It's not paced very well at all. Um, <laughs> it it doesn't it, there's too much going on in it and and yet and yet there's not enough going on because it is so low <laughs> however all of that being said um the first 20 minutes are so much fun and uh pedro pascal as the villain as maxwell lord is so over the top and just the best uh <laughs> Uh, Chris Pine is is really funny. Kristen Wiig as Cheetah is really great. Uh, Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman is really awesome. I mean, these the actors are still so great, and they they still have amazing chemistry. <laughs> and there are definitely there are definitely moments in this movie where I was like, oh my god, this is so cool. Uh, unfortunately, nothing, none of the high highs of the first Wonder Woman movie. But you know what? <laughs> I watched it and. Uh, if this sounds like something that you might be interested in, I would say give it a watch. Uh, <laughs> if not, if not, I totally understand. I wish it was better. I really <laughs> wish it was better. I feel, yeah, I, I wish I could recommend it uh, with more of like a, yeah, yeah, let's go. Like the first one, you know, but it's just not... 
it works. It works, but it's barely. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't. I, I don't want to go into too much in depth because we're not talking about this movie. But um, yeah, I I don't know. Watch at your own risk. I, guess. <laughs> I love your so, blind aside. Is is very uh, that's it's almost a cautionary tale. It's like it's you're kind of recommending <laughs> what you want it to be, but not what it is. Yes. That's exactly what I'm doing. Yeah, yeah. Speaking, speaking, speaking of superhero movies. Yeah, yeah. That's um, that's, yeah. Exa- that's exactly what I'm doing. You know what? Okay, fuck it. Here, here's here's one. The second season of The Mandalorian slaps. Go watch the, <laughs> the second season of The Mandalorian. It's fucking brilliant. Even my mom liked it. I um, she I, I she just gave it the, the most amazing praise. Uh, she said, and I quote, "Oh my god, that was so good." <laughs> so. So, the so baby Yoda, there's a yes. lot of. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I can I can say this now because we we know it. It's not really it's not quite not quite a spoiler now because it's been out a while. He has a name. His name is Grogu. Okay. Oh, but then that's disappointing that his name is not Baby Yoda. <laughs> I know, I know, but his name is Grogu. Well, so yeah, he'll um, be Baby Yoda so... in all our hearts forever. Yes, yes. Uh, forget everything I just said. And go watch The Mandalorian. Find a friend <laughs> with a Disney Plus account and go watch The Mandalorian. Merry Christmas. Okay. Happy, happy New Year. Yeah, make sure to have friends <laughs> with streaming platforms or have them yourself because that's really the main takeaway as well. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> well, that was, I love it. It's a, you know what, we've been in quarantine for nine months, whatever. We're fucking, it's media. We don't get to choose it. It's just happening to us. <laughs> um, <laughs> my pick is very, uh, <laughs> And this is good. We're kind of in a way switching places because I usually re- recommend things that I then talk shit about. Um, where <laughs> as I'm picking a game today, uh, <laughs> though it is not a video game, it's a board game. Um, but it is nice. Christmas just recently happened. Um, when you hear this a little less recently than when we're recording it, but still recently happened. Um, and one of the um, like games that actually. Um, my partner and I had gotten for my family, uh, but also got another version because he really enjoys playing it for us to play. And so we just uh, played it for the first time a couple nights ago. It's called Codenames. Um, and it, oh, yeah. have you played it before? Yes. Mm-hmm. It's a really, it's really fun. It's like, um, it is not like a hundred percent blind like accessible from the top but there is like a way that you can basically play both sides because there's two different sides you're either playing Mm -hmm. someone who's coming up with like uh word related hints or someone who's needing to figure them out um and you can kind of work it so both sides you can find accessible ways without doing too much work so it was kind of cool to get to have mostly an accessible game um and you're basically just um one person is um the the spy master and so they will say like a hint um there's like 25 words on the table and then they say a hint um that's just a one word uh thing or proper noun and then you say a number after it so you would say like bank three and then if there's cards that are like money uh um you know check or something Mm -hmm. like you know uh pen I don't know like something that you've decided you might be able to get someone to think are all related to a bank then you um then the 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 other player 
uh, points to the three things they think are go into that category of the 25 words and then you kind of keep going like that and there's obviously more to the game than that but that's kind of it's mainly like um about like doing creative um categorizing of a bunch of nouns that don't necessarily have anything to do with each other but figuring out like what um how you can kind of group nouns in these you know unique ways that make sense to you um so it's kind of it's really cool yeah it's a lot of fun and it's like very like it's so word based um it feels pretty accessible for like even though there's some reading involved it's still just one word Mm -hmm. things and the text is pretty big and um yeah so it it's a it's a really fun game um and it's like it seems sort of confusing like but you it you can catch on to it really fast how it's played um so yeah so that's the game code names there's a few different versions out there right now um like there's like one that's more for like two players there's like a cooperative game but you can also play with teams but it's um it was just my partner and I who were playing it so like if you're just quarantined with like very small number of people you can still (laughs) play it with just like two people um so so yeah I love it and I believe uh there is also a uh Marvel superhero version of that game too really of course there's (laughs) yeah that's so funny Marvel Marvel code names or something. Yeah, that's and it's just all super. Well, one of we did yeah. have a, a one of the ga- one of the times superhero was one of the words, except for nice. it was not the word that we were trying to guess. So I didn't get to do any <laughs> superhero related clues, but um, <laughs> it was one of the words. So. Um, so yeah, so code names. There's yeah, find find the version that fits you. Uh, but yeah, it's a pretty fun, not super blind and accessible game. Um, yeah. So awesome. I think we did another episode, Melissa. I love it. We did it. Yeah, you're right. It's guy, we got it. we did it. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so proud of us. I feel like we keep we keep finishing episodes and it's like very cool. Um, okay. <laughs> Our theme song <laughs> is by Lucia Fasano. Our YouTube is Citizen White Cane Podcast. Our Twitter is White Cane Pod. Um, both our Instagram and Facebook are just Citizen White Cane, and our email address is citizenwhitecanepod at gmail.com. If you'd like to leave us a voice message, there's a link in the show notes. Um, what is the Deadpool joke that you remembered after watching the movie? <laughs> uh, if, you're, if your genes were forced to mutate, what superpower do you think you'd have? Oh, and um, what uh, is your least favorite thing about Roombus? <laughs> Very important. <laughs> Very important. Uh, with it, you can uh, tell us about any of those um, or just a movie you think we should watch or, um, yeah, just how cool we are. There's a link in the show notes. You could also tell us how cool we are in a review or rating the podcast and subscribing to the podcast, telling your friends about the podcast, telling uh, your blind roommate about the podcast, telling uh, the your local Deadpool um, uh, cosplayer. Yeah, in aficionado yeah. or cosplayer tell them about the podcast or if you just want to tell us how much we don't know about superheroes um <laughs> yeah just i don't know don't like be nice to yeah sure. uh, like maybe if, at least be a, like a woman or something telling us because yeah. dudes it's yeah. just that's some bullshit um <laughs> <laughs> um yeah so any of those things yep we're 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 here um and tune in next week we'll find out what what kind of museum beg borrow and or steal 
Wait, that's the name of it, right? It's Ore Steel? Yeah, you got it. You okay. got it. <laughs> we'll, we'll find out um, in Beg Bar Ore Steel if they're, what kind of museum they're... I hope it's like a natural history museum or maybe like... Oh, yeah. And they're trying to steal like a dinosaur tooth or something. <sighs> yes, hopefully that's a movie. Very unlikely, but tune in next week to find <laughs> out. We'll see you then. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Upside of being blind, I've never seen you in Crocs. You mean my big rubber masturbating shoes? Yes, I know. Downside of being blind, I hear everything in this duplex.